What's up, everybody? This is the HodgePodge of Nothingness Podcast, and I'm David Cord bringing you the quick hits on the Pittsburgh Pirates. Let's go ahead and get into the scoring recap. Uh, top first, Corbin Carroll homers on a fly ball to right field, one nothing Arizona. Then, bottom the second, a wild pitch by Merrill Kelly scores Connor Joe from third to make it 1-1. Then, top the third, uh, wild pitch by Ronzi Contreras scoring Jose Herrera uh, from third to make it 2-1 Arizona. Then top of the fifth, Paven Smith singles in a line drive to center field Jack Sawinski. Perdomo scores to make it Arizona 3-1. Then bottom of the fifth, Marcano doubles on a line drive to right fielder Corbin Carroll, scoring both Connor Joe and Rodolfo Castro to make it 3-3. But then top of the sixth, uh, Lareas Guerrero singles on a soft ground ball to the pitcher, Dory Moreta, and Christian Walker scores. Um, then on the throwing area by Moreta as well uh, to make it 4-3 Arizona. Then top seventh, Cattell Marte singles on a line drive to right fielder Connor Joe. Perdomo scores to make it Arizona 5-3. Then Christian Walker uh, doubles uh, on a ground ball to Brian Reynolds. Cattell Marte scores and Corbin Carroll scores 7-3 Arizona. And then top of the ninth, Christian Walker singles on a line drive to center for Jack Sawinski. Corbin Carroll scores, and that'd be the final score, 8-3 Arizona. Uh, just absolutely rough game to see crumble when the Pirates came back to tie it. Let's go ahead and get into the box score. McCutcheon was 0 for 3 with a walk and a K. Reynolds was 0 for 4. Sawinski was 0 for 3 with a walk. Santana was 0 for 3 with a walk, two Ks. Hayes was 0 for 4 with a K. Um, Joe was 1 for 3 with two runs and a K. I'm sorry, and a walk. Castro was 1 for 4 with a run, two Ks. Um, Marcano was 1 for 3 with two RBIs. Delay 0 for 3. And that would really be it. Not a lot of not a lot of offense. Um, the pitching, Contreras, he was uh, a five innings pitch, three hits, three runs, three earned, three walks, three Ks, and a home run given up. Moreta was point one innings, gave up a hit and a run and a K. Uh, Justrini, he was one point one innings, a hit, a run, an earned run, and then Stevenson point one, two hits, two runs, two earned runs, one walk, zero Ks, and then Ramirez two innings, two hits, a run, an earned run, and a walk and a K. And that would uh, and that would be it for the game. Um, go ahead and get into the uh, takeaways here for me. Uh, Contreras, he, he he struggled to have control of his four seam. Um, he was hanging his curveballs. I mean, you saw in the first inning he hung that curveball and Carroll deposited into the into the seats uh, behind the alpha fence, and and just he just couldn't. He just didn't have good control. Uh, wild pitches, and like I said, every time he did get to the plate, it was right down the middle, middle middle. Or up in the zone, and and they tattooed it. Um, just tough to watch. He, he he did he did all right though. It wasn't that bad, but still, it was a rough rough game for him. You could tell he was struggling. Uh, I thought the wild pitch on the O two count, the score run was just so bad on all counts. I mean, you're heading the count. I think there was two outs. Gone third. You got to keep the ball in front of you, and and Contreras puts it in dirt. Delay can't stop it. And honestly, it just it just snowballed for delay from there. It really did. And, uh, you know, I, I know he was on one knee. I know that's been a, a huge discussion yesterday, the one-knee approach. Um, you know, I think I think with the one-knee approach, it's it's actually saving catchers' knees maybe a little bit. They're able to rest their knees a little more. Uh, it causes to put less stress on them. Um, I was told that it, it actually helps them with pitch framing. Uh, but as far as, for me personally, like, I, I honestly hate it. Like, I... I know that Shelton said the whole league doesn't now, and I and I get that, but that that doesn't that doesn't make it right in my opinion. Um, but uh, just just tough to just see how many 
balls got by delay, how many runners we allowed to either score or advance. Uh, just just rough. Um, Contreras yesterday just continued to allow the leadoff batter to get on base a lot. And it wasn't even just him. There were other other pitchers that got brought in out of the bullpen. They were allowing the, the leadoff runner a lot to get on, and, and you just can't allow that in baseball because it's going to come to bite you on the ass eventually sooner or later, and it did. Um, the the Connor Joe at bat where he got walked and then a wild pickoff move, sells past the first baseman, he goes clear to third, then the wild pitch, he scores on that. I just, that whole, that whole thing was just strange to me, like how that snowballed to where the whole thing was unearned and it happened back to back to back. I, I, I just couldn't believe that happened. Um, I tell you what, man, Castro at second base, that play he made, to fill that ball up the middle and make the throw on his back leg, and then the nice stretch by Santana—that was just a hell of a play by Castro. It really was. Uh, it was good to see a nice defensive play from Castro because it's been a while since we've seen that. So it was good to see with him. Um, Santana had that nice double play yesterday. He continues to be the best first base we've had in a long time. Um, but it was good to see. Speaking of Santana. How about the call by the umpire, third strike to him when he was up to bat on the inside corner? I couldn't believe he called that a strike. Uh, it, it was so it was so not close. I mean, Santana just looked at him like seriously. I I'm getting to a point where I'm convinced that the umps have literally been told to pick certain innings to widen the strike zone to help facilitate a quicker game. I I, I mean, it just seems like ever since we instituted these new rules. The strike zone has just been widened, and just pitches, you can just tell how bad they're off the plate, and they're still somehow calling them strikes. It just doesn't make sense. It's the only thing I can come up with. I, I just, these umpires are professional umpires. It, it can't really be this bad, right? But, I don't know, maybe they are. Um, I thought it was interesting that Joe and Castro had key hits against a righty yesterday. Uh, considering they're the, they usually are benched against righties because uh, they, they don't do as well against them. But they, they Sheldon decided to give them an, uh, a chance, and uh, they, they, they came through yesterday. With two, both had key hits. Uh, and then Marcano, man. Marcano gets up with them on in a, in a, in a key situation, runners in scoring position, and he, he does it. He gets the hit. Um, Marcano cracked me up yesterday, though. I don't know if everybody's paying attention or not, but he tried to do a little, little hidden ball trick on Perdomo at second there. I mean, he had on the ball for a while. Um, I thought that was hilarious yesterday when Marcano did, Marcano did that at second base. He held on the ball for a while, hoping that Perdomo would step off the bag, but he didn't. But I thought that was kind of funny. Um, I'll tell you what, man. That inning, uh, the back-to-back bad throws by Hayes. Now, Hayes had a tough play to make. Uh, but Moreta though, that was a horrible throw, uh, to allow that run to score. I just, just, that was just horrible to see in that inning. Um, again, Shelton made the, the, some mind boggling moves the, the, the put Stevenson in again after Stevenson struggled. I, that Nat really allowed it to get out of reach. I mean, you know, hindsight 2020 here, but he could have went with Holderman, Ramirez or Hernandez earlier. Uh, but nope, he decided to go with the same guy that, that struggled yesterday and, uh, I'm sorry, not yesterday, day before. And I just, it just didn't make sense to me. Um, yesterday was just, it was just sloppy baseball around. I mean, between the wild pitches, uh, delay, not being able to stop any of them, the wild throws across the first base, uh, just, just sloppy baseball by the pirates altogether. Um, 
I thought that was interesting what Greg Brown said. I think he said since they hadn't had five wild pitches since September 19th of 2000. Uh, just to give you an idea of, of how bad it was yesterday with the wild pitches and delay not being able to stop them. Uh, all right, go ahead and get into my least valuable player of the game. It's going to be delay. I'm sorry. He just constantly struggled to keep the ball in front of him. Uh, he couldn't control the D-backs run game because of it, and uh, he even had a throwing error. Just all around, just just delay just didn't have it yesterday behind the plate. He really did. Um, and, yeah, I'll get to that in a second. Uh MVP of the game, it's going to be Marcano. He had the clutch double to tie the game with two on, right in scoring position. How many times does it feel like the Pirates can never get that third hit to score a run? We, it's always single, a single, and it, we never get that third hit, a single usually, to score them runs. And especially over the course of this horrible streak they've been on since May 1st. Uh, but, but Marcano actually did it. Like He actually got the, the third hit that inning to get them around and score two of them. All right, uh, just I just something I just want I, look. I, I feel like Shelton cost them this series against the Diamondbacks with his coaching decisions. I, I just, he just didn't handle the bullpen correctly this series, uh, you know. And just to get onto another subject, I'm I'm starting to get really pissed off at this whole situation with Henry Davis and 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 Andy Rodriguez. You got Ben Charrington. They're interviewing him on nine three point seven. He says they need to be an everyday catcher, but then why the hell do you got Davis playing right field this whole week? Down at double A, like it doesn't make any sense. The only thing I'm asking is, like, when you say something, right? Okay, if you say this is what you're going to do, this is your plan, then let our eyes see that that's what the plan is, because it doesn't make any sense. You you say these things, but it, it it's not really happening. So it it just doesn't it just doesn't make sense. And all it's going to do is piss off the fans. Because look. You got delay with his horrible outing yesterday, and then Hedges with his absolute abysmal batting. It's going to make it hard for fans to wait for Endier Davis to be called up when they're doing so well. And it's just natural. And, and look, me personally, like I understand it. I get it. They need to develop as a catcher. They need to develop as hitters. But just just don't say one thing and, and do something else. And look, let, let here's some other guys too. You got you got Nick Gonzalez minus the K rate. He's starting to pick it up, and Begaro is on fire. He's starting to heat up too. So. I'm curious to see how they handle with those guys as well. If this is how they're going to handle the catching situation. But all right, uh, I figured I'd go ahead and uh, do the preview for you guys for the next game. Uh, it's going to be Luis Ortiz. He's going to be taking on uh, Dunning for the uh, Rangers. Oh yeah, that's the other thing about the Rangers. They are they are 29 and 17. They're in first place in the AL West, guys. I don't I don't know if you guys are aware of that or not, but. Uh, Pitching for them is going to be Dane Dunning. He's a righty. Uh, in 11 games, he's 4-0, a 1-6-9 ERA. He has been really good for them. Uh, 37.1 innings pitch, 23K, so he's not a big K guy. And a .88 whip, though, so his control has been great, not allowing a lot of walks or hits. Um, so he's he's doing pretty well for them. He'll be going up against Luis Ortiz. As you know, he was called up when Velasquez got hurt. Uh, Ortiz has struggled since he's been called up. Two games, 0-2 with a 5-6-3 ERA. Eight innings pitch, four strikeouts, and a 2-3-8 whip. Uh, not not great. Um, I figured I'd go ahead and do a little scouting report on uh, on players for the Rangers just to give you guys an idea of what, uh, what players are doing good for them. Uh, right now, um, 
Seaman for them is the leader in batting average for them as he's batting 305, then it's Heim at 296, then uh, Lowe at 279, and then Jung at 257. Adolis Garcia was next. Then Garcia leads the team in home runs with 14, and then Jung's got 9, and Duran has 7. Seaman has 7, and Heim with 6. Let's see. Garcia also leads the team in RBIs. He's got 49 RBIs, guys. He is hitting the shit out of the ball. Uh, Seaman, 38. Heim, Heim with uh, 32. I'm sorry, Heim. And then Lowe with 29. What else? Seaman leads the team in stolen bases, in runs, and on-base percentage. Uh, Garcia leads the team in slugging. And Seaman leads the team in OPS. He's also got the most hits on the team. Uh, as far as uh, pitching goes... I'm going to guess it's... No, Ivalde has actually uh, been their best pitcher. It says his ERA... He qualifies um, with more starts. With an ERA of 238. Then Gray has a 302 ERA for them. Then Perez at 401. Ivalde uh, leads their team in strikeouts as well. And then their closer is Smith. He's got he's got eight. And then LeClerc's got one save for them. Um, yeah, really, that's about it. Uh... Home run leader, they've only given up. He's only oh, he's given up eight home runs for them, and Perez has given up eight home runs for them as well. Uh, so yeah, just to give you guys a little bit of an idea of uh, who's been doing really well for them. Um, last thing I guess I'll say for the game tonight, uh, they're facing another righty, but I don't I don't really know what the hell Shelton's going to do. I mean, you play Joe and you play Castro yesterday. Whenever apparently they can't play versus righties, and they end up being two of the guys that actually get a hit against Kelly. So I don't know if he's going to go with, with Bay or if he's going to go with Castro. I, I honestly have no idea. I don't know if Palacios is going to get another start after he started to hit the ball and then he sits him yesterday. So I, I didn't understand that either. So I don't know if it'll Palacios today or not. But I, I I don't know. It's been rough to watch. Uh, it's been rough to see the mistakes that have been made by, by Shelton. And it's really frustrating, and I, I, I honestly get the anger by by the fans. I, I'm pissed off too. Uh, just the whole this whole series against the Dimebacks just just put a bad taste in my mouth. Like I, I'm, I'm just, it's just been real shitty. And I, I, I don't, I don't know. All I can say is hang in there because I'm hoping that the bats heat up. I thought they were starting to heat up the other day, but I was wrong. And I'm hoping that they come alive this series, but they're they're taking on another good team, and I you know this is this is another series where they 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 got to try to win this series at least get one win, because let me tell you something I don't know if everybody's been paying attention, but the Cardinals they're now only four games behind the Pirates I believe, or they're three games behind them. They have already passed the Cubs and the Reds. The Cardinals are on fire, and we're now a game behind the Brewers, so we better. They better get their shit together, and they better start hitting the baseball. They better start playing good defense, and they better start pitching better. Or this is going to snowball, and it's going to be one of the worst teams in history to go 20-8 and eight and then just absolutely collapse like they have. It's just it's horrendous to watch. But all right, guys, that's all I got. Um, if you could uh, subscribe to the podcast if you're enjoying it, I'd appreciate that. Um, if you would use Spotify, you appreciate it more. If not, it's okay. No big deal. Uh, also, guys, don't forget I'm on the Steelers Sanctuary podcast with David Beer for SteelersSanctuary.com. Uh, if you're a Steelers fan, if you'd like to subscribe to that, appreciate that as well. All right, guys, that's, that's all I got. Take care. I'm out.